This is the number to call to go one-on-one with the great one. Craig Wolfley joins me at 315. That's just a little bit from now for the best football talk in town. Boy, when did a game between the Steelers and Ravens ever get lost in the shuffle? But you can almost understand it. We had World War III on Monday at Cincinnati, and we got New England next week. Now, the Steelers do have wiggle room. If the Steelers beat New England, they could lose one other game and still get home field. If New England beats the Steelers, it won't matter if the Steelers win all the other games. That's assuming, of course, the Patriots keep winning otherwise. The Ravens, here's a stat. The Ravens have seven defensive touchdowns. That's incredible. But what it mostly means is, if you take care of the football, you're probably going to win. Here's some good news. Antonio Brown said today, the arrow is pointed up with his toe injury. If the Steelers were playing the Bengals again, Vontez Burfick would grab that arrow and try to stab Brown with it. 412-333-9939, the number to call. Or follow me on Twitter, at X. We not only have Craig Wolfley today, we have the king of old school, John Steigerwald, in studio. We got the football picks with Mr. Friday Afternoon at 5.15. At the end of the year, I'm going to post a poll on Twitter. Should Mr. Friday Afternoon be brought back for next year? And whatever the result of the vote is, will be followed. You have my word on that. Right now we have a preliminary survey up. Uh, asking the same question, vote now. Follow me on Twitter, at Mark X. So, want your thoughts on the Steelers and Ravens? I like the Steelers. I think it's going to be close. I don't think Joe Flacco, who's having a very mediocre season, passer rating of 77, 11 touchdowns, 11 picks. I don't think he can beat the Steelers. Not this time. Although the Baltimoreans can run the ball. They got that Collins kid averaging almost five yards per carry. And with the Steelers kind of shaky up the middle, with Art Motes moving inside from the outside, after Nevin played the outside uh, here in Pittsburgh, that's something the running game of the Ravens might be able to take some advantage of. So your thoughts on the game against the Ravens, dial 412-333-WXDX. We'll have Craig Wolfley to talk about it. In about 10 minutes. Uh, Last night at PPG Paints Arena, the Penguins gave it back and then took it away. Up 3-1 at home with under five minutes left should be a lock. But the Penguins are showing some wear and tear. That's my latest conclusion as to why they can't kick it into gear on a lot of nights. Even at home, even when it's not a back-to-back, After 243 games since October 2015, the Penguins slowed down some, like last night. They slowed down some late in the game. And when you play sloppy, it makes trying to play fast into a hand grenade. And you got some guys, key guys, at or near 30 years old. But hey, they won and Shane scored with the goalie playing and everything. So a win's a win. 
That means Shane has now scored in three of his last 114 games. To be fair, Shane does have two goals and five assists in his last 11 games. So to quote Motley Crue, to the top we are red hot. Uh, for Riley Shane, that is indeed red hot. Uh, you know, Chris Letang had a goal and assist last night. And the assist gives him 21 helpers on the year, which leads all NHL defensemen. But Latang was minus one last night and is minus 15 on the year. Now, I don't believe plus minus is the be-all, end-all. But apples don't mean everything either. Tanger isn't as good as the Penguins need him to be, but he's a lot better than his critics think. Uh, Chris Latang is going to be fine. And he was mostly good last night. And the power play was two for two, uh, largely because he did a nice job on it. Uh, by the way, Latang ended up getting credit for that first goal. It originally went to Gensel, but uh, the film was inconclusive, and Gensel said he didn't touch it. So Latang gets credit for that one. Kessel scored on a dart, one of those unholy Kessel shots. Shane scored just 32 seconds after Kessel. And then Hunwick scores in overtime. And that's where hockey is a funny game. Justin Schultz got hurt Tuesday. He's on IR. Schultz usually gets a shift in overtime, three on three. But without Schultz last night, Hunwick got his shift in overtime, and Hunwick scores. As sloppy and inconsistent as the Penguins are, they have won five out of six. Talent can trump sloppiness and inconsistency. Well, sometimes. Not in the playoffs, though. But if you keep winning five or six by whatever means necessary, good things are going to happen. So now Toronto visits town tomorrow night. Sidney Crosby against the phenom from Arizona, Austin Matthews. Actually, right now, maybe Phil Kessel should be the guy who gets top billing for tomorrow night's game. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. A couple pens injury notes. Tom Kudhockel sustained an upper body injury last night and left the game. He did not practice today. And it'd have to be questionable for tomorrow's game at home against Toronto. Mark Recchi, the assistant coach, the Hall of Famer, he practiced in Kudhockel's spot today doing the drills and line rushes. But I don't think Rex has another game left in him. Maybe Rex would think otherwise. Maybe for one night he'd be fine. But I guess Archibald will get called up from Wilkes. Or maybe Kuhnhockel will wind up being available. Uh, there was a play last night. Don't know if you caught it. Right before the first Islander goal that tied the game at 1-1, Jordan Everly of the Islanders hit Sid in the head. Shoulder from the blind side. It was very worrisome to see because it was reminiscent of the 2011 Winter Classic when Steckel got Sid and started uh, all of Sid's concussion problems. The, the dominoes fell from there. But Sid didn't leave the game last night, and he practiced today, and Sid said the hit was just incidental contact. Still, it was a very scary moment. I'm really looking forward to the Toronto game tomorrow night. I love watching Austin Matthews play. Uh, again, that kid, he could stick handle through a phone booth. Little plug, big college hockey game tonight at PPG Paints Arena. 
Penn State visits Robert Morris in the first game of a home-and-home. Puck drops at 7 p.m. That's always a great game. Very heated. Up next, in studio, it's the best football talk in town. We're going to talk to Steelers all-time great Craig Wolfley here on 105.9 The X.